In today's episode of My Own Kind of Beautiful, I want to talk to you about awakening and what that means and the journey of it and unpacking it and why we should really be responding to that call of awakening that we all have. We all have the call and the yearning to awaken. We just may not be aware of it or be able to say that is what it is. So I'm hoping that through this podcast, I'll be able to explain it in such a way that you're able to identify it and then you're able to respond to it um, in a much quicker way and less painful way than some of us have had to go through. Awakening is about awakening to who you really are so you can live a beautiful life that is filled with love, peace, joy, and not anxiety, fear, depression, and disconnection. So that most of the, your, your lived experience on a daily basis is one where you feel more love, more peace, more joy, more inspiration, more creativity than any of the negative um, feelings or qualities. Do we not want that? I know I want that. We all want that. It is how we are made up. We are made to want love, to want peace, to want joy. And however, most of us do not experience it on a continuous high level basis so that it becomes your resting frequency in a lifetime. Most of us go through most of our lives. We never reach a point where our existence, our existing frequency is one of love, peace, and joy. Most of us are um, operating in a frequency of disconnection, um, if not worry, fear, and anxiety in one form or another. And the joy, the love, the peace, that is our divine inheritance. And so I will not share my journey to awakening because it's very long, I'll just discuss what awakening is and why we should embrace it because it is something that we are being drawn to, called to as part of our human journey. What I can share though is that through my journey of awakening, I have more peace, more love, more joy, more harmony in my life, um, even when things are not going well. Like currently, things on my outer world, um, whether it's my business, my work life, things are not going well. But I am at peace, I am at joy, I am feeling inspired, I am feeling creative, I am not in a space of fear and depression and worry. Um, and five years ago, were I to be experiencing the things I'm experiencing on my outer world, I would be in a constant state of worry and fear and disconnect. But that is not where I am. And through the work I've been doing on myself in my journey of awakening, it, I'm at a, I've been able to increase my, my, my frequency so that my resting frequency is much better. And I'm sharing because I know this is where we are all called call to. And by the way, the journey of awakening is an eternal journey. It's an eternal journey, infinite journey that all beings created by God will continue to always, will always keep on stretching ourselves to know um, who we are, the love that we are. And one of the questions that you start to ask or encounter on your journey in awakening is, who am I? It will arise, this question arises in us anyway, consciously or, unconsci or unconsciously. But when you are consciously awakening, you do ask your, the question, who am I? And 
I can say that in my journey at this point, in answering the question, who am I, I, I am able to at least say that I am not my car, I'm not my house, I'm not my clothes, I'm not my business, I'm not my awards, I'm not my titles, I'm not my degrees, I'm not my job. And so who am I is about getting to that core identity. Um, and when, we, when you are responding to the call to awaken, you start to answer this who am I question from the God spark, um, your soul, that piece of God that is you, um, from the divine being that you are. And that becomes the identity that you want to put first. Basically, awakening is about you awakening to your divine identity and putting that first. Um, a lot of us use the word awake, to awaken, awoke in different circles in our life. But in this case, I'm really referring it to how we can awaken so that we can create a beautiful life and a lived experience. So it is about awakening in a spiritual sense. Because to me, and the work that I do at Afrobotanics, our understanding is that to create a beautiful life, to understand what it means to be your own kind of beautiful, that God's soul spark is to understand and know yourself at a spiritual level. And that is because we, I believe we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And I think we had a very good time in our, in our human journey, our global human, collective human journey, where at least now we are speaking about things such as, um, concepts such as mental illness, because it means that we recognize that as a human, we are constituted um, by different bodies. We, we know that we have a physical body, uh, emotion, an emotional body, a mental body. Oftentimes we leave out the spiritual body or we tend to meld the mental and emotional body and think they're the same, but they are distinct. But actually when we awaken, we try to make them um, to be in alignment, to be one thing, but in essence, they are distinct. And when we become, we become aware as a global and collect, human collective that we have to maintain mental wellness and have conversations of this in public domains and so that we no longer feel ashamed to speak out about when we are feeling mentally imbalanced or misaligned or emotionally imbalanced and misaligned. And that this is normal. It's a normal everyday experience of every human. Um, and we are recognizing that the pandemic of mental illness is not something new. It's always been there. Just that we haven't put words to it and we haven't put um, dignity to it and honor it as a human process. And it is. So uh, what we are talking about when we awaken is how to create alignment. Because that's what mental illness is, or even physical illness. It is when we are misaligned in all, all of our bodies. Uh, our bodies are all connected. By the, it's already, this is a known fact that by the time a disease, whether it's a cancer or diabetes, all of these kind of diseases that we speak about every day, by the time this disease manifests in a physical body, 
it is because it's manifested through our spiritual disconnect. It speaks to our disconnect and misalignment from a spiritual level, emotional level, mental level, and then it manifests eventually on a physical level. Because when something manifests on a physical level, that is when we will respond, right? We'll pay attention to it. Um, but we don't have to get there. And I'll have a podcast at some point, different podcasts, I think, where we discuss diseases, each disease to say, um, what, where does a particular disease, how does it emanate in terms of spiritual disconnect? And even if we were to say that, you know, some diseases like blood pressure or diabetes are genetic, genetic geneticism is a spiritual thing. Um, your, your connection and what you inherit from your ancestors is part of your spiritual body. And once we realize we know how that works, we're able to start to attend to ourselves in a way that gives us a more harmonious lived experience. So we need to stretch our understanding and our view because how our world works is definitely one way we view our physical body as a separate thing, our mental body as a separate thing, our emotional body as a separate thing, and the spiritual body is a separate thing. And let me give an example why, um, how, how this manifests, how we see these things as, as different bodies um, and why though they are actually very connected and why we need to operate and bring alignment and coherence um, in these bodies. So let's give an example of a politician. And I'm sharing this story, this perspective with no judgment. I can't be, I'm the last person to judge because we all have this affliction where we are operating in misalignment or disconnect. Uh, politicians, you find, let's say you encounter a politician and a politician is very sincere in their wanting to serve the people, bettering the lives of people, and they serve them with integrity in their office and they do not engage in corrupt dealings. And yet, as a politician who is acting in integrity in their workspace, when they go home, they act in a way that is dishonest in, let's say, in their marriage where they cheat on their spouse. And so you see that the values the person upholds in one space is different from the values that hold in another space. This is a misalignment and it will definitely cause friction in your in, in in your life you'll feel a level of disconnect discontent and it if you dig deeper you can see that it comes down to not having congruency in the values that you uphold and the values we are meant to uphold are the values of love uh, and if we're operating from our soul from our spirit the value of love um, so what how that plays out in our bodies the different bodies is that on a physical level, you will act and you will speak in a way that comes from love. You will feel in your emotional body in a way that comes from love. You will think in a way that comes from love. And so if love from, from our spiritual body really is able to penetrate and direct all of our bodies, then how we speak, how we, how we act, how we think, how we feel will come from a perspective of love not just only to ourselves, but to others, and not only just to others, but to ourselves as well. So if we were to dig deeper about this politician, we'll find that 
the politician, you know, as a politician, this person walks and speaks with confidence and conviction and passion when they're doing their, their work as a politician. But when they're in other spaces, that's when they start to confront and feel their lack of self-worth and lack of, and, and, and lack of feeling adequate and being worthy of love and feeling love for themselves. And that may lead to them wanting to cheat. And by the way, this is, as I said, no judgment here. 99% of us act in ways where we have different values. We hold different values in different spaces and the different spaces in which we operate. And that is because we also grow up seeing this around us all of the time. There's, you know, misalignment is a normal thing. Um, we see this also, let's say, in a person who prays every morning before they wake up, before they sleep, they pray, they read the Bible all the time, they go to Bible school three times a week, they go to church every Sunday, they volunteer through the church, but they, let's say they work as a lawyer. And in their career as a lawyer, they have to act in the way that the legal fraternity encourages people to act most of the time, which is as a lawyer, you may find yourself having to create um, disharm disharmony in someone's life. Uh, you have to um, make someone feel bad. You have to win a case. You have to take something from somebody. Um, as a lawyer, sometimes you might find yourself having to defend someone because the law says everyone has the right to a fair and free trial. So now you may find yourself having to defend someone that you know harmed a child, um, but you have to defend them and try and act out that they are innocent. And this contradicts how you operate on, you know, later on in the day when you're praying to, 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 or you, you're connecting with spirit, with the spirit of love. And so already you are acting out of alignment in your different spaces. You are using different belief systems in different spaces. And this, con this creates uh, a misalignment and a disconnect um, within ourselves. And as I said, this happens on a daily basis. And this has to do with awakening because when we are awakening, we are awakening to the fact that we can live a life or live in a way where we are directed by soul, by God, by our spirit, in which, by love, in which in every moment we act and speak and feel and think in a way that is coming from love where we create a win-win situa situation. And we, are, we, we do this in every aspect, in every interaction, at every moment. This is how awakening works and how it pulls us to be. And that's why when you experience or encounter people who are going through the awakening, um, the, where their identity becomes spirit first, you'll see massive changes in their lives. Um, you know, they'll change careers. Um, they may leave a marriage. They'll change, you'll see massive changes in their lives and how they are, um, unless, certain, unless certain aspects of them were in alignment with love in the first place. But it's something that is a human journey. It is a continuous yearning that we have. And it, it is something that our society is, does not operate on. Our rules of engagement are not rules of love. They're not rules from the divine. Um, our economy is not built that way. Our countries are not um, built like that. 
we work from competition, from scarcity. We need to win. We need to dominate over others. We need to be better over others. We need to separate ourselves from others. That's how our world works. And that's not a world of love. And that's why in our world, there is no peace. There's no joy. There is no love. There's no one who can say that they do not operate from um, a unity. They, they operate from a unity consciousness where they feel love and connected to everything and everyone. And for example, let's take um, a universal law, a divine law that says, do what you will and harm none. Do what you will and harm none. On the surface, this law promotes freedom and liberation because freedom and liberation are indeed divine rights and attributes and qualities that we all are. And however, there's a clear stipulation or a qualification to this freedom. Harm none. Do what you will and harm none. So go ahead and live your life and be free as long as your exercising of your freedom does not harm another in any way. So in exercising my freedom, I cannot take away from the freedom of another. And this includes the animal kingdom, plant kingdom, and the earth. And so a simple example is that, you know, you want to play the music you want to play. Play, go ahead and play whatever music you want to play, as long as it does not harm another. It does not take the freedom of another. It doesn't impose on the freedom of another. It does not cause discomfort of another. It doesn't cause another person to feel feelings that are not of love. So play your music in ways and at times that do not cause discomfort to another, let's say because it's loud or, at a, or the, the words of it are not of love. But we do not operate in that way. Our world is not one way we say we are free to do whatever we want as long as we do not harm another. Imagine how different our world would be if we all operated in this way. We are all very selfish in protecting our freedom and exercising our freedoms, but we do not operate in such a way that says, is my freedom promoting the freedom of another or is my freedom taking from another's freedom? It is possible to create win-win scenarios where um, my, I'm able to be free and another person is able to be free and everyone is able to be free. That is actually the, the destiny of the world. And at some point in the far future, We'll have a world where everyone feels free, equally free, and everyone feels loved. Everyone is able to exercise their purpose to live um, abundant lives. That is the destiny of the world. We're still a bit far from that, but this is why we are being called to awaken and to align ourselves with soul. So when we are operating from uh, not operating from, a, from love or from soul or from God, we experience these misalignments and feelings of disconnect, feelings of discontent. Have you ever had the feeling where you feel, oh my goodness, you know, I've got the best job in the world. I can travel. I can buy the house I want. I can do this for my kids. I can do that. Um, I have the perfect marriage. I'm happy. You know, my, 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 my partner is great. I've got a great circle of friends. I've got things that inspire me and, you know, trigger my, my, my curiosity. But then you still have those like small spots or um, 
feelings of void, of disconnect, and you don't know why. Like, you're not 100% happy and joyful all of the time, and you're, that is because there's still the disconnect from spirit, from soul. And that's when you know that, okay, you need to start doing the deeper inquiries of why am I feeling this way? And the thing is that we have the blueprint in us where the, we know what it's like to be a person who lives in love or lives from love because we were born that way. As babies and young children, we loved unconditionally. We loved, we trusted unconditionally and openly. We forgave unconditionally and openly. We were happy unconditionally all the time. But as we started to experience life and life happened to us, we started to experience traumas and pains that bruised us. These little bruises then close our hearts and our hearts are the way to the spiritual body because that's, you know, that's where we feel love, right? In the first place, we feel love in our hearts. And when we start to close our hearts and our hearts start to carry um, mistrust and um, wanting to protect and fear becomes a thing, we start to disconnect from, from our soul, from our spirit. And that's when we start living from our mental body from our minds where the you know our mind was to protect us all the time so you know fear is a thing there fear is normal it's worry wants to worry you know you're always scanning the environment to make sure that you're safe because you know you're in your head all the time that's how the mind works it wants to protect you um and that's contrary to if you are living from the heart living from love the physical body as well it's um it wants to feel um safe and it's disconnected from others it feels like if it's if 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 for me to be safe i must be someone else cannot be safe um someone else cannot be um i'm i'm in competition all the time and and that's not true that's not our essence and but that's how we've come to live uh our our life and to construct our families our societies our countries and our economies and so when we start to close our hearts and, our, and, and, and we don't operate from love, um, awakening means that we have to undo this personality that we've created um, and operate from a personality or identity of God, of love. And this is a lot of work. It, 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 it means unraveling and going into a long, painful process of going into everything that has ever harmed you or moved you or convinced you that you are not worthy, you are not lovable, you are not loved, you don't trust that the world is not safe. Um, you go into, we have to go into healing and opening and bringing love and illumination into all of those places from when you were a child up until, up until yesterday, because even yesterday you encountered things that make you that's make you feel a way that is not of love and so awakening calls us to have congruency in 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 being loving and and being of love um in terms of especially in terms of how let's say we speak of ourselves we speak to ourselves and speak of ourselves in love and we speak of others in love um, we act to ourselves in love and we act to others in love. We think 
of others in love and we think of ourselves in love. We feel for ourselves in love and we feel for others in love. Just even operating from that on alone, you can see for yourself, if you're just to interrogate yourself, you can see that that would change entirely how you operate and are in the world. And uh, I can share for sure that it's, it's not an easy process, but when you start going through that process where you start bringing illumination and love into the places that um, you have darkened and have protected because of pain, the pain that was caused and the mindset and belief and the personality you've created out of that, when you start going to those places and bringing love and illumination and letting them go and forgiving, uh, you do increase your resting frequency to one that is more of love, more of peace, and more of joy and more of freedom. And I, we, we tend to intellectualize it. But it's not an intellectual process. It's not. Um, it's not as simple as you do this and you do that equals to this. It's, it's, a, it's about returning to love. And you will find yourself having to dig deep in order to remember those lessons of love and to bring those lessons in order for them form your, your new identity um, or to bring forth your identity of love, uh, it is unavoidable because love cannot exist where there's pain, where there's fear, where there's trauma. And the greater the pain that you have, the greater the traumas that you have, then the greater the potential of love. So can you imagine the massive fear or worry or depression or um, pain that you have? Imagine that becoming love times 10. That is, the, that is the opportunity that awaits us when we go through the journey of awakening and digging in and releasing all of the pains that we have. And like I said, it's not an easy process because it's a process where you have to um, become the love. And to become something, you must go through it, which means that you must go through the pain. You have to Go through and, and understand why you felt this pain, what it, how it changed you, how it made you see the outlook of life. And then you reverse and understand that, no, that is not who I am. I am loved. I am unconditionally loved. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of peace. I am worthy. I am worthy. And it is not an easy one, two, three process. That, um, I can definitely share that with you. Um, but it is so worth it. So, so worth it. And it's something that can happen to us. It doesn't have to happen when you reach retirement. It's something that you can experience. And, and, and I'm seeing that it's happening. I think we're all seeing that it's happening at, a, at an, an earlier life for a lot of us, right? Uh, we're seeing there's a change in the energy in, on the planet that is allowing for us and calling for us to awaken and return to our beautiful selves sooner than later. So we're seeing young people awakening um, and living from soul, being soul-led, um, and not waiting until retirement. 
and not going through life without ever awakening at all because that is what happens to a majority of us. And so my wish for you is to take the time and to always take time out on a daily basis to ask yourself the questions, to reflect, to, to sit with yourself and allow the things that made you uncomfortable to arise and ask yourself why that made you uncomfortable and interrogate that, interrogate it over and over. And you'll see that these themes arise in your life. The patterns arise. You'll start to identify them. That's why a lot of um, people encourage you to keep a journal because you'll see the patterns and what you're meant to be learning that you're not learning. Um, And also, I, I find that I'm a big advocate for meditation and finding um, the right meditation practice that works for you, that will allow you to dig deep and to inquire and, de- you know, reconnect. Uh, and definitely, obviously, therapy. Therapy is one of those things where we even get to unlock the parts of the, the pockets of pain that we don't even know are there. So therapy is a very important aspect of it. Like there's different types of therapies, um, therapists and coaches, hypnotherapists, different types of people who are able to assist us now. Um, However, it's always your own journey. It's always about your own empowerment because that's the other thing about awakening is that you feel very empowered in in your life and your ability to co-create your life with God. And... I've enumerated the number of benefits to consciously awakening sooner than later and to live a soul-directed life and to rediscover and reconnect with divine purpose. When we're living in purpose and divine purpose, there's very little um, space for, um, you know, anxiety, panic attacks, depression, all of those are ailments of the mind being disconnected from spirit, from soul. And it's something I'll explore deeper in another channel, uh, in another podcast. But it's, there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, we all have a calling and we all made a, a promise to serve God's higher plan on earth. And when we deviate from the plan we agreed to, that's when we start to be misaligned and to live in fear and live through our heads. And we miss out on miracles and magic. Um, That's one aspect of living soul aligned and living connected to the divine is that it calls in those miracles, miracles. Like um, I've, I've experienced so many miracles and I've been identifying them. The divine's always there trying to help us, by the way, they always, making miracles happen. Sometimes you don't even recognize them. But it's about that. Awaken to the fact that we are all special. We all have a unique divine gift. Nobody's more blessed than the other. Everyone is loved, massively loved the same. We are all beautiful. We are all worthy. We all matter. And so may you awaken to the love and beauty that you are. Be your own kind of beautiful. Let that God spark, unique God spark that God gave you to to, to shine to the world, that message he gave you to share with the world, let that come out. 
and knowing that the world needs your unique love and light and beauty. Your unique, yours. Um, the world needs that. And when a high number of people have awoken to this and are living in their God identity, their spirit identity, their, their soul identity, only then will we see the changes that we want to see in the world where there's peace, harmony, equality, and prosperity for all. Knowing that, I think Nelson Mandela said it once, that um, I cannot be free if my neighbor is not free. That is, that is a universal law. We cannot be free until everyone is free. We cannot have peace until everyone has peace. Uh, and that is something we all have to achieve at an individual level in order for it to happen at a collective and global level. Until next time, may you live the love that you are. Know that you are deeply loved. You are deeply appreciated. You matter. I love you all. Don't mention Katwani.